What's good, podcast world? Welcome to the panel. My name's Joey Henderson. I'm a team leader with Illuminate Church's Young Adult Ministry here in Celebration, Florida. I'm so pumped that you decided to give us a listen. We hope that these podcasts help bring you into abundant life that Jesus desires for you. For today's episode, we brought in four panelists to discuss the value of serving in the local church. As members of the body of Christ, we have a responsibility to serve one another, not only with big life events, but within everyday life. 1 Peter 4.10 tells us every believer has received grace gifts, so use them to serve one another as faithful stewards of the many-colored tapestry of God's grace. Now, let's join our host, Chelsea Rambo, as we highlight some different areas of service throughout the church. And may you be encouraged to find an area of service that brings you life and life more abundantly. Welcome to Illuminate Young Adults, to our podcasters. If it's your first time tuning in, welcome. If you're coming back, then we're happy to have you back. And we also have a live audience, lovely group. You can't see their faces, but they're smiling, kind of. Um, so we have four we have four panelists with us here tonight. Um, and so what I'm going to ask you to do is if you can say your name. Now, these people have come. Landon, is it your first time here? Yes, it is. It's Landon's first time here, but they were everyone else. Asked me to come earlier. So. Perfect. Yeah. Well, this is a good night for you to be here. So, um, the topic tonight is. Well, we're talking about how to serve within Illuminate Church. So that's the main main topic of it. But so we're gonna do your name. So some of the people who've already been here, you've already talked about like how long you've been with Illuminate, but we're going to hit that again. So say your name, how long you've been at the church, and then a passion of yours that you really like or a topic that you like talking about a lot. So let's start with Sarah over here, and then we'll go down that way. Okay. I'm like, I have so many passions running through my mind. I'm like, which one do I pick? <laughs> um, but my name is Sarah Pogi. I have been coming to Illuminate for um, just over four years. Um and I'm really passionate about a lot of things. Um, I guess since we'll talk about all of my passions within serving, um, I'll go with baking. I love baking, and I love the Great British Baking Show. Oh, I like that, too. I've seen so all the seasons know, many she's times. She's the most humble person in the world until it comes to baking. I'm a really good baker. She's like, oh, that is my I'm the best. <laughs> What's your favorite thing to bake? Um, a lot of things, but um, I make really, really, really good banana muffins. Oh, that's good. Sprinkles, if you go to Sprinkles, they have a really good banana cupcake because it tastes like banana bread with frosting. Mine's better. Okay, I'm ready to try <laughs> it. I haven't tried it, but I... Please. <laughs> Case in point. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> go awesome. for it. Um, my name is Melanie Hall. It's so weird. I'm not used to the microphone. Um, I'm the director of activation and connections at Illuminate Church. I've been here for over, a little over three years. Um, what I'm really passionate, especially right now in this season, um, is getting people connected into the church um, in so many different ways, like through Life Steps and uh, becoming a leader within our ministries. Um, I'm actually in your Life Step class, so that's pretty <laughs> dope. <laughs> that's a good thing, right? Yes. <laughs> and it's over Zoom, and it's not awkward at all, oh, which yay! Zoom can make things a little awkward. <laughs> but it's not, I promise. <laughs> awesome. Okay. I'm Melissa East, <laughs> and um, I've been at Illuminate for five years. I'm the creative director, and 
I'm passionate about my children. I have three amazing boys. They're so cute. Yeah, they're so amazing. Cute. They're awesome. I also homeschool. I'm not really passionate about homeschooling as much, <laughs> but I love my children. <laughs> and um, trying to think of something else. I'm passionate right now about leading a D group, mm. which is our discipleship Ooh, group that awesome. we have. And um, yeah, I encourage you guys to get plugged in. I don't know if young adults are supposed to get involved in D groups yet, but it's awesome. Yes. So. We're definitely working on that. Yay. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure like the step yeah, process, no. but yeah, yeah, okay. cool. All right, well, Landon, first timer. First time, <laughs> first time. They didn't want me on the panel originally because <laughs> you never know what's going to come out of my mouth. Um, staff learned that the hard way. Uh, yep, I'm Landon Perkins. Um, I am director of worship experiences, so that is literally everything that has to do with worship for all ministries the technology behind it, the setup and teardown, the music, all of that. Um, so yeah, that's what I do. Um, I'm very passionate about cooking. Um, I love to cook. Baking Sarah thing, so. No, 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 Sarah does Don't dessert. Do that. I yeah. didn't know that You can do either. cooking. I didn't yeah. know. I did not know that. So yeah. what's your favorite thing to cook? Like, what's your go-to meal? Uh, mac and cheese. Okay. <laughs> like like craft? <laughs> well, no. I, I use bonza. I use bonza mac and cheese. It's, I it's, don't even know what that I means. Don't even <laughs> yeah, it's chickpea all. pasta. We're not on that level. Oh. It's, uh, it's really oh, good. So it's healthy. Yeah, I love it. Awesome. Well, it's, I mean, it's as healthy as mac and cheese could be. <laughs> I mean, okay. let's just be real. It's still powder and butter. So. <laughs> nice. By the way, if you make mac and cheese, don't use water. Use milk. Mm. Makes it really creamy. And then like drain boil it. it in milk, and then and then no, and then I melt the butter, and then I put the powder in, and it is the creamiest boxed mac and cheese ever. Nice, oh, impressed. There, you've already <laughs> learned something. I love that. You're cool. Welcome. I'm gonna take those mac and cheese tips. Do that. <laughs> All right. So we kind of did touch on this a little bit, but that is totally fine. So next question is gonna be, how do you serve at Illuminate? Which we touched on a tiny bit. But more importantly, how did you get involved in that department? So let's go with Landon first this time. Sure. Well, I actually launched the church. Nice. So on day one, Joey was with us. Joey was <laughs> youth pastor. This thing's attacking <laughs> me. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, when we were originally the Crossing Church, um, I was actually with the church even before the Crossing, which was Celebrate Church. If you know anything about the church's history, <laughs> the church is... This church has been like three different churches over time. And um, when we became our own church, Illuminate Church, uh, Pastor Tim had called me, and, and I'd been on the worship team since 2005 with back in the Celebrate days. And we didn't have um, a worship director yet. I actually do IT still for a company in Virginia, so I wasn't able to uh, just jump ship because we were starting church. There was no way that could afford, you know, a young family yet to be the worship director. So uh, I came on just as on staff, but it wasn't a full-time thing. And uh, yeah, day one of Illuminate Church, I was leading worship service. Don't look for pictures. Oh, stop. Yeah. So that's probably why I dress the way I do, because I used to have a hard time finding clothes, and now I can just find clothes. So did you get into cooking through that process? No, 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 no. Cooking is what made me big. Oh, okay. so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you could still keep his yeah. passion. Yeah. I don't cook healthy, no. 
So that's awesome. So yeah. All right, guys, it's your turn. Okay. Um, so I am in the creative and communications department. So I started. I actually started um, volunteering for women's ministry, and I made some graphics. Um, ran their social media for a little bit, and um, I guess they liked it. <laughs> so <laughs> some transitioning was happening, and I got offered a position as the communications associate first. So that's kind of how I started. So it was really social media, um, and then it escalated really quickly, <laughs> and um, I kind of was over video production, um, over graphics, all of creative, all of communications. Then COVID hit, and I was like in a in a really bad pit of like everything was on me, and we were trying to like launch an online experience, and it was crazy. So we we were thankful. Um, we were launching it overnight. Yeah, yeah <laughs> overnight. So so it was a lot, and so thankfully the leadership. They were nice, and they hired <laughs> some people, and um, so now we have three people in the department. Um, Bruno, he's the video production guy, so he's over like all video, commercials, stuff like that. And then Clarissa now is over communications and events, and she runs social media, and she helps launch events for, um, I think, young adults as well as youth and different ministries. Um, and I am now just on graphic design website, um, do YouTube stuff too, but it's more focused and it's a lot <laughs> more mm -hmm. even and a little more doable. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of, did I answer the question? Yeah, you did. Yeah, okay. you did great. Um, I, I have <laughs> a you. question for you because, hey. and I only okay. know this because I was with you on the women's night, which yeah. we did not. Um, do a podcast for, but you have a degree in counseling too, right? <laughs> yeah. Does that ever come into what? play? Oh, yo, what's up? The missionaries just walked in. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Um, you have a degree in counseling, right? Yes. Do you ever use that in your role so, here, or you're hoping to expand into that a little bit more? Yeah, um, that's a great question. So <laughs> I've always been passionate about creative stuff. Like, I always was involved with like art. I did photography for a long time. Um, and started making websites for churches and stuff like that, like a side hobby business. Um, but yeah, I got my degree in business and I got a master's degree in counseling. Wow. And what? during that whole um, kind of world, I was, I'm also a pastor's wife. So it's always kind of been in play because we always are loving on people, discipling people. Um, so I honestly never thought my job would be a creative director because mm -hmm. it was more of a hobby and it was honestly something that I thought I wasn't ever good enough to actually do and so it was cool to kind of get feel empowered honestly and that's mm -hmm. on that's what I would love for you guys to see is like sometimes you don't even know that's your gift mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. until someone's like helping pull it out of you and then you volunteer and you're like you know what I think God might be showing me this is where I can serve mm -hmm. and it could be a season it could be like I'm going to be the creative director for a season and then I, I go mm -hmm. into counseling I, I don't know what God has for me and that's kind of like a stepping stone with ministry in general mm -hmm. and volunteering is figuring it out because you might think oh I'm going to love kids I'm going to volunteer in kids and then you get in there and you're like 
I don't want to volunteer in kids. I'm going to go somewhere. And that's a horrible plug for kids. Kids are awesome. But it just is good that you try it out because you could get a degree in something and then you get in the role and you actually don't enjoy it. So, if yeah. I can, if I can speak to that too, because I've, I've worked in church for mm -hmm. 15, mm -hmm. 20 years now. The funny thing is, especially in the graphics realm, most people that get that job is because somebody found out you did it. Right. Like in small church, unless you're like big mega churches mm -hmm. where they are hitting like the major like monster.com and all these like mm -hmm. headhunter websites, it's usually like, oh, you do graphics. Hey, come over here. And then <laughs> like I think three of our graphic motion video guys over time all started in youth. They just started playing around with After Effects mm -hmm. and got really, really good at it by the time they graduated. And then they went to college for it. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. So you never know what you're going to fall into. Fall into, yeah. <laughs> and you don't know where God's going to, it could be seasonal. You're like, oh, I'm here for this season, and then God calls yeah. you somewhere else. So I think it's open. really funny that you mentioned your pastor's wife, because the two pastor wives up here are sitting next to each other <laughs> on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a little, yes, it's, <laughs> it's a little group. They're the, they're the ones on the couch talking to us. Yeah, oh. exactly. So... <laughs> Yeah, where where the other pastors at? It's <laughs> true. Funny. Awesome. For me, I actually came into Illuminate Church about a little over three years ago. Um, came on staff as uh, the director of uh, children's ministry. Um, but prior to that, I guess talk, just because you touched on history with the Crossing, but my husband, Pastor Chad, and I came from the Crossing Church. Uh, we knew Joey, and uh, we also knew Pastor Tim, and so that was the link for us to come here. Um, I started off in children's ministry, was director over outreach and missions, and I'm now in an awesome role of director of connections and activation again. And so um, what I've just learned again, and just touching base on what you said, you know, you may be in different areas which are completely different, but as you continue to grow, you really learn about what your giftings, what your giftings and talents are. And it's just been an amazing opportunity the last three years to be able to kind of grow and really learn. Like I thought I liked this, but really I'm really good at this, or I'm shining in here, or you develop a new passion that you would have never thought. And you really don't know that until you're you're deep in and then even the people that you're meeting within the ministries and and leading, you really get to know, and they get to, you know, mm. talk to you, and you got to kind of get to learn what it is that you really like, and so I've just kind of been all around, and I think it's just been an awesome opportunity. Mm -hmm. I hope that answered it. It did. That was awesome. <laughs> Thank you. All right. All right, Pogi. All right. Um, <laughs> so I um, lead on the worship team, um, and within the worship team, I mean, I'm on the worship team, but I also am on uh, the leadership team within our broader worship team I said worship team a lot in the last <laughs> minute. Um, and I'm also the admin for the team as well. Um, so, well, also, I keep going. Um, I'm also a leader for youth um, and leading, co-leading the youth worship team. Um, so all those things. So I love fun. all of them so much. Um, but how I got started, so what Joey was saying, I was kind of just honestly consuming when I first got to Orlando. I moved here um, just over four years ago and I actually found Illuminate right away. Um, but for the first year or so, I was just coming on Sunday and then I'd leave um, and I really wasn't connected. I was just I was just coming for Sundays. Um, and then I went to um, the, one of the women's retreats and that's when I first, I finally met people. Um, and right after that, I um, auditioned for worship team, um, and made worship team. And then I accidentally 
became a youth leader mm-hmm. um, because another uh, woman on our worship team, Marlene, was like, hey, would you mind coming um, to youth on Sunday? We just we need some help with worship. So I was like, yeah, of course. So I thought I was coming one week to help with worship. And then the next week I was signing. At that point, we were like signing contracts for can you be a leader for a year? Because we want to make sure that the students have consistency. So they asked for your commitment. So the next week I was signing that and I'm like, how did this happen? <laughs> like, this was not the plan. Um, so I did not see myself as a youth leader at all. But here I am um, almost three years later, and I absolutely love serving with youth. It is so fun. Um, It's so rewarding um, watching the students grow. I've had the students for now um, almost three years, and just seeing the the growth and the spiritual development them is so rewarding and um, encouraging. But, like, also I learn from them, too. So that's been a really humbling experience Mm -hmm. just to see how much wisdom and just passion for the Lord they have. but also with a uh, worship team, um, I started as a background vocalist, and um, then it was actually Landon and Drew that were like, we actually see you as a leader. Would you be interested in leading? So then I became a song leader, and then I think it was Landon was like, uh, are you good at admin stuff? I don't even know why you asked me that, but I was like, actually, yeah, I am good at admin stuff. So then um, that kind of spiraled Tell pretty quickly. Job. Yeah, that kind of of spiraled quickly. Um, So then uh, I became the admin and then joined the leadership team. Um, So, yeah, kind of like it just it kept growing and growing. Um, But I I'm super passionate about serving. Um, I it's such an honor to me. And I I genuinely love doing it. Um, And I don't know gives me so much life and I've met so many people I think to um, what Melanie had said and um, it's just it's such a difference like looking back to my first year I'm like what was I doing like I was wasting so much time and so much um, energy and talents that the Lord had placed inside me that I didn't even know he wanted to use um, for for his good and I didn't know how to use them Um, I think specifically I've I've mentioned this before um, with the admin role um, my day job is an industrial engineer. So I, I do like systems and processes all day. So it, it makes sense that I would be able to use that. I just, I always had a disconnect of like, Lord, how can I use this skill set that seems so separate from like a church setting? Like, how can I even use that for your glory? And he's like, well, let me show you. Um, so yeah, you just, you never know like the connections and where the Lord can use you and um, he can use all of your talents. And there's always something that you can do because there's so many needs within the church. So yeah, that's my story. For sure, for sure. I really like that. So I'm really excited about the next two questions. Um, I would love to know, how do the things you are passionate about play into the area you serve? Sarah. I'll go. Okay. <laughs> um, I am really passionate about singing, um, and I'm also really passionate about administration. So I already talked about both of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I'll touch on it again. Because I just never thought, like, how could those two things ever come together? Mm-hmm. And I just thought that my skill set at work, there was no way I could ever use that, like, in a church setting. But there was. And, again, the Lord just works in such cool ways that I got to combine those two passions, which is amazing. Um, but I also will touch on just kind of how I got there. So I always loved singing growing up. Um, and I was, like, in choir. And, like, we were just talking about musicals before this. Mm-hmm. But I... And I always kind of knew inside me, I was like, I'd love to sing at church, but I um, I grew up Catholic, so I did sing at church a little mm-hmm. bit, but it just wasn't quite quite the same. Yeah. Um, and then I 
just kind of always had that passion inside me, but I never had the opportunity because like in college, I was always like moving around and like off to internships and then back to school and back to home. And then mm-hmm. um, I moved around a little bit when I graduated, but then I was finally like here. And after I'd been coming for a while, I was like, okay, like, I guess I'm rooted here now. So then I finally auditioned and like, I don't know. I'd say my growth happened pretty quickly on the team. Um, but it was just amazing. Like once I finally said yes and like obeyed what I felt like the Lord had been mm. telling me basically my whole life. Um, it was just amazing. Like all the opportunities that grew from that and how much growth I had within that as well. And just yeah. how my passion for it just like kept growing. Um, so yeah, it's really exciting. So just like take a step out and just see where it goes. And so what was the thing? Like, but does it, if you don't like it, then go try something else. Yeah. Um, but you just never know where your passions can grow and what, what the Lord can do. And like, don't put a cap on it. Cause you just never know. So would you say that, I guess, like, how you discovered that passion, were you, like, just praying that God would open a door for you, or did you feel called to step out? Were you ever nervous about it, or you were just, like, confident 100%? I'm, I'm actually glad you asked that question, because... Um I, I don't know. I did always feel called. So when I auditioned, I was like, okay, I'm doing it. I'm going to do it, God. Um, but then I still vividly remember the first day that I was leading, I was driving to church and I was like getting off at celebration. And I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I can't do this. Should I just like turn around and go home? Like I literally had that thought. And so I was like, no, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to do it. So I went and I like when you're on stage for like musicals or something, like you're, it's, it's about you, right? Like mm-hmm. you're, it, your name's up there next to, I mean, whoever you're playing. But, yeah. um, so I was like expecting to feel that like nervous energy going on, but like, I don't know, I, I didn't and not in like an arrogant way, but it's just like, I knew in that moment, I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm called to do this. Like, yeah. cause it's not me stepping out there. It's like, I'm leading and I am, um, obeying where the Lord's calling me. Um, so I just, I feel very comfortable when I'm leading. Mm -hmm. Um, so I mean, sometimes you get like a little bit of nervous energy, but not, I really don't like, I just, I don't know. I feel very comfortable where I am, but that's how I knew that I was called to do that because I wasn't nervous. Gosh, I love that so much. Mm -hmm. I'm just must feel so satisfying once you figure out your passions and you're able to put them to work, which seems like everybody up here is totally able to do. So if somebody else wants to add on to that that would be perfect i want to add on to hers though because the whole administrative thing that happened was like she said my fault Um, (laughs) (laughs) because at that time you know our church a lot of people probably don't know this we were spoken of of, uh, over of a we're going to be an international gateway wow Mm -hmm. and the other thing was is rapid growth Mm. and at the time drew and i were leading that's her husband uh we were he was the worship pastor, and, and um, I was part-time at the time uh, serving under him. I was handling all the, just the music side of things and kind of working on that. Like, we always had this yin and yang thing where Drew took care of the people, and I just, like, was the bad guy behind the scenes, yeah. <laughs> slave-driving all the music and <laughs> make sure people were prepared. And um, But I went to him. I said, I don't want to play catch-up if we're, if we're growing. Mm-hmm. We need to have systems and processes in place right now so we are not trying to figure out how to be a large team. We'll be ready to be a large team. Yeah. And somebody was like, well, Sarah does this for Disney. I'm like, great, let's get her in. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, so we talked to Sarah. We're like, hey, we heard you're an industrial engineer and you're all about systems and processes and we need to come up with systems and processes. So let's do this. And she was like, yeah, let's grow. You know, she, <laughs> yeah. how excited she gets about admin. So and that's you can even really hear it in your voice tone when you talk to like, 
I'm a nerd. Like, we can see you here, but the podcasters, like, I'm sure you can even hear in her voice that she's pretty cool. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes, and I, I tell that story only because sometimes you don't realize what God's talking to other people mm-hmm. and bringing things together. And that, to me, that's an example of that, where we had a need, we knew what we need, her name got brought up, she's passionate about it, and it was just like this perfect fit. It, it wasn't, it didn't happen by accident. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think and it's so. so great how God just delights and working out even the small things. It, I mean, I'm sure that it, that's yeah. a big thing, but even just putting a little like tinge on your heart and doing a small thing, it'll turn into a big thing if you let that keep like that little that little seed grow into your heart, especially passions. It's so important to yeah. find mm-hmm. your passions. And I think church is such a great way to yeah. discover that. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Just to touch on what Sarah was saying about taking that step of faith because you know you before you got on stage and you knew you were comfortable you were scared you were like should I should I even drive to the church that morning you know it's intimidating and especially like as creatives in my world um even sharing your art can be intimidating and Mm -hmm. scary you know you're like opening up to criticism you're opening up to I don't know if you put it on social media all the comments or the likes and all of that is it's a scary place and so whether you're you're singing and you're sharing your art in that way or you're um, sharing photos or designing something and you're like oh man that can that that's my world I'm just going to keep it to myself but I think those are also just lies Satan wants to use so that you feel limited and so just you know as I shared earlier that's what Satan did to me for a long time I was like oh no I'm I'm not good enough I I'm self-taught so I'll just I'll just Mm -hmm. keep it to myself but you know you don't know uh you know what by sharing it it releases that it's it's freedom really because Satan doesn't have that control over you anymore to say oh Mm -hmm. your art's not good enough Mm -hmm. it's it doesn't matter anymore like once you show one piece of art and then you get criticism it might be like oh man but then you show more and more and you're like yeah that's good feedback that's growing me that's making me better and that's what volunteering does I mean you you come into a role you might not know too much about it it might be on the worship team I know so many singers that have developed and gotten so much better just because we pour into our people Mm -hmm. we don't just take you on and and if you're not good enough we throw you away we're (laughs) like no we want you to grow we we want in every area that you might be serving in it's a cultivating it's this Mm -hmm. rising up that happens that we we hope that you feel empowered when you're leading um, Mm -hmm. at illuminate and so i just don't want you guys to believe any lies that satan might throw at you that says you're not good enough to serve or you're not good enough to lead (laughs) because everyone can lead um so yeah um for me uh, my passion i know it sounds kind of generic but it's really for people um Mm -hmm. i've always I just think about when, like, even being younger, I gravitated to the people who were quiet and shy because I was just curious to know what is inside that person. You know, I want to hear them talk. I want to know what they do, what their passions are, what their likes, and just get, you know, to know people and get them involved. And, and that really is where my passion is, and I just think in the role that I'm in right now is just really getting to know people, those who are even, like, reluctant to serve. I mean, everyone can lead, and even if you just take – that step of faith and even if you don't know you know or nervous like what you guys are saying God is going to lead you through that and then also he's going to show up in the midst 
of whatever you're doing. And it's going to be, I just think, amazing how he just shows up and shows you the different people you're going to meet or who the lives you're going to change and what you're doing in the ministry. So um, my passion just to be able to get people connected. Um, I love that. And I love what I'm doing. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I think something that's so amazing about getting involved in church and just discovering your passions within church, it changes not only your personal life, but your spiritual life mm -hmm. as well. So um, I a lot of people sitting up here are moms and dads and a young adult. Well, I guess. I'm not a young adult. Yeah. I'm an adult now. <laughs> You're an adult, man. I can't, I can't wait to join your level of adultness. Um, but how has getting involved in different areas of the church impacted your spiritual life and your personal life, or maybe how have you grown throughout this in ways you might not have even thought, like, I needed growing in this area, or I knew I needed growing in this area, and that was amazing. Okay, I'll go. <laughs> sure. Everyone's like, no, I'm good. Uh, I, was, I was ready. <laughs> um, I know for us, we're not just playing church. Mm -hmm. Illuminate Church just doesn't try to put on a Sunday and then spend the whole next week just trying to put on a Sunday. Illuminates about discipleship, and it's it's a heavy focus mm -hmm. of ours. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I know I could speak for our team, but really I know how we operate as a staff. We also operate our teams that way, mm -hmm. and it's about growth. It's about mm -hmm. relationship. It's about discipleship. So if you're on, take, for instance, any of the worship experiences teams, whether it's Philo, Philo's first in, first, last out, in case anybody's ever referred that term and not wondered. <laughs> but it's the setup and teardown. They're the first ones in and the last ones out. Um, but yeah, Philo Tech, um, there is a dynamic that we are cultivating and developing to where there's ever, I feel like since the 90s, the whole, oh, we're family has been the thing. But there is a, a family atmosphere that happens. And it's like the Bible says, iron sharpens iron. If you're going to be mm -hmm. that close, natural growth is going to happen. But when you get intentional with it, it becomes very powerful. Oh, yeah. And that's really who we are as Illuminate. We're being Absolutely. intentional with it. We're not just hoping it happens. We're not just hoping it just comes together. We're intentional with it. So, like, coming up next Thursday, if you're part of Worship Experiences, we have a once-a-month Right now, it's once a month. I might change that. But uh, it's it's a meeting of all the teams. And the whole thought is get us all together with, in an environment that we're not working in so we can have a devotional, so we can talk about things, so we can do life together and learn mm -hmm. and grow. Um, but also, people on those teams are encouraged to go out and be in D groups and to be in C groups. So that way, they're getting it not just in the silo, it's not just this only group of people, which could, in some places and situations, oh, yeah. create a click. It gets you out and involved with the whole church. Mm -hmm. and, and I know that's a big, big thing in the worship experience department. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I wanted to touch on something you talked about. You talked about how Illuminate is huge in making disciples. And I'm in Melanie's Life Step 2 class. Mm -hmm. And th this past one that we just had, <laughs> Pastor Chad was telling us how in the Bible, the word Christian is, I can't remember the exact. Do you remember? I'm so sorry. I'm putting on the spot. It's like, yeah, you put it on the spot. in the <laughs> Bible, Christians, the word Christianity or Christians, 
<laughs> is mentioned like two to 12 oh, yeah. times. Mm-hmm. But the word disciples and making disciples in the Bible is mentioned up, I think like 243. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on that, yeah. please. But it's somewhere <laughs> up there like that. So I think it's great that as a church, we're like, we're not just going to be Christians here. We're, we're going to go out and we're going to make disciples for Jesus. Mm-hmm. So I'm so happy that's a passion um, that you have too, Landon. That's amazing. And if I can piggyback on that, oh, yeah. I mean, just, again, you know, Illuminate Church, Illuminate Church is about helping people find abundant life in Jesus Christ. And I have to give props to our executive team because, um, you know, since Illuminate Church has started, they've, we've done an amazing job on, you know, teaching us, Pastor Tim, teaching all the pastors on stage, I mean, teaching us how to be great Christians, right? But, we, but we've never been able to really learn how we can be disciples mm. for Jesus, right? And so the exec team, Pastor Christine, particularly who's a pastor over discipleship, had come up with you know a curriculum for us to really be able to learn how to be disciples, you know, and to get deep into discipleship, especially as you see C groups, which are community groups, and D groups, uh, which are just are they discipleship groups? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's how. Sorry, <laughs> blanked out for a second. Um, which are smaller, intimate groups with same gender, so it's all guys or all girls. Um, and then there's community groups all throughout. And um, but I think the biggest thing is that you know really being able to teach people how to be disciples and how to get. And so they've developed um, life steps. I'm not sure if any of you have heard about it, but we have our life steps one and two classes. Um, life steps. Uh, life step one in person is actually going to be happening March. So you'll hear Pastor Tim talk about that from stage and all the advertisement. I totally invite you all to come. A lunch um, is included in that yes, one, right? Yes, very good lunch that I make sure is catered very well. That's why so, yeah, should come. Landon, maybe you can bring your macaroni and cheese there. <laughs> well, yeah, step well, one, I'm, i got to go through that. <laughs> yeah. lunch. Again, Landon? <laughs> <laughs> but um, really encourage you all. It's just an amazing time. Um, it, life step one is to help you identify your path, where you are in your path to abundant life. And then as you choose to go ahead and continue through life step two, it uh, takes you through, uh, we go about six weeks um, and talks everything from, you know, where you are in your journey, you know, baptism, uh, mm-hmm. baptism of the Holy Spirit, water. Um, also just talking about your spiritual gifts and talents, everything that we're talking about today. So, um just to put it in, like, uh, if you go to www.illuminatechurch um, forward slash lead, um, talks about all the areas. Did I say that right? Forward slash lead has all our opportunities, our activation opportunities in the church. Um, but also taking Life Step 2 actually helps you learn. You take different personality um, gifting tests I'm going to kind of say mm-hmm. um, to help you kind of determine what your gifts and talents are and then we go through a week where we help you get connected and learn more about different ministries and where you would mm-hmm. be um, where we could start having you lead so it's just pretty cool and I just really highly encourage all of you guys to, to be able it, to come. it's really the gateway to a lot of our ministries yeah. it, it, life step one and two are like I think it's a must actually mm-hmm. Um, But it's really good because you do find out about yourself and, you know, it allows you to identify areas that you may not even realize you're good Mm -hmm. at, that you'd be a good fit for. And there's certain like ministries like we know, like youth, 
to work with kids or youth, you got to have a background check. This is a good way to get that funnel that gives Just you Just did all my the background check. <laughs> Are you training you know, um, youth? Worship I do, team. I do Sunday you know, school. You got to have some type of talent, you know. It, <laughs> it's attacking <laughs> me again. <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's a good funnel. It's mm-hmm. a really good way to get get involved. Mm-hmm. And do you think I'm going to put you on the spot? Do you think that you getting involved, well, it seems like you've always been involved with the past three versions of this church, <laughs> but has it just changed how you are a dad in your home? Because you're a dad, right? I am a dad. So has it like changed like I how you multiple father? Kids. And <laughs> multiple kids. <laughs> multiple. I got four kids, actually. Um, it, yes and no. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, if I, if I had to be 100% honest with that, <laughs> when I was a single I was a lot like the way Sarah is, where she's involved in a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. I struggled getting out of the mindset of workaholic mm. and being attached. I had to learn how to actually detach for family time and rest. Yeah. Because that's another big value. Like, rest mm. is a huge value of our church. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sabbath, Sabbath and that. I struggled with that in the beginning mm. because there's always something to be done. And I had this misconstrued mindset. Of, um, of, I just, I'm, I'm, I gotta catch up. I finally realized there's always something to be done. Hmm. And it's gonna be there whether I rest or not. Mm -hmm. So I might as well rest. Um, And and it's still, uh, COVID actually forced finally for me to rest. Um, But one of the things that I do feel has helped over time being a dad is the word. There are verses that I read when I was 20 and single that I reread now as a father and can completely understand them different now. Oh, I, yeah. it, 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 if anything, it's connected me more to the parent side of God mm-hmm. and, and, and things like that. So that really is diving into the word and reading mm-hmm. it now in this stage in life has mm-hmm. been so exciting because it's new. Mm-hmm. It oh, feels yeah. brand new. Mm-hmm. So. With what Landon's saying, it's growth is a never-ending process. We are always growing, and nobody has ever, Pastor Tim even, (laughs) is not done growing. Like, nobody is. And so um, it's, it's, and that's good. Like, that's good. Like, I love that God's going to continue to teach me, and there's going to be trials and things that happen um, that will continue to push me out of my comfort zone, push me Mm -hmm. closer to him. and there'll be that growth. And, and I think with serving and getting plugged in, and as we all grow deeper in our faith, we, we develop the friendships that we form on our teams, and we have accountability. And that is, mm-hmm. is that iron sharpens iron yes. mentality where we really can push each other to grow, push each other to memorize scripture, <laughs> and um, you know just hold each other p- accountable. And so it's, it's a good, um, I don't know. I love, I love Illuminate Church and how we're setting people up to be disciple makers. Yeah. It's so awesome. Like, I think, I don't know, a church that's doing it better. And that <laughs> sounds, <laughs> sounds really crazy, but we're honest, humbling Yeah, it, honestly. Church we're really, over really there. Yeah, Illuminate <laughs> Church. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I do, I have a plot twist question that is not on the list, but it's something super easy. So what was the very first thing that you volunteered for 
in church ever in your life. Like for me, mine was here at Shine Week and I literally put together school packets for school and now I'm volunteering to be a leader here at Young Adults. <laughs> so literally your starting point is going to be something so random. So I would love to know what was your like first thing you volunteered for? Mine was uh, my audition for worship team. Nice. I think it was the first thing. Is that ever, Sarah? Or like, are you asking for like our ever, I know, that ever? Was, yeah, I was confused. Oh, like, ever, ever? Like Church. ever. Okay. Oh, I uh, probably, just when I was little. Just because I want like people to see, like you you can just start so tiny and it's yeah. going to turn into being the admin of <laughs> music. <laughs> um, I think the first thing I remember, I mean, I, I grew up in church, so yeah. I don't know, probably for like, the dinners that we held or something yeah. for like church Shoe fundraisers. <laughs> yeah. Or, um, probably like reading in church. Cause like, mm. I don't know, a Catholic church, you get up and like read and yeah. stuff. So maybe that. That's cool. Yeah. See, it starts small. It starts small. Awesome. Uh, for me, that's kind of funny. Uh, so dating pastor Chad. So he was a light, a lighting person at, uh, the lot at the crossing church. And so he would be like, Hey, you want to come hang out? Sure. <laughs> so hanging out with him on the light board, and I just sat there next to him. So, or like, hey, can you go move whatever's on the stage, you know, so I could focus? Because um, we had old school lighting, and those are. And we days. have a light board position open right now, right? <laughs> oh, so you yeah, could like yeah. repeat <laughs> their story. <laughs> so my job was just, be, uh, yeah, uh, helping out on stage and with lighting with him. That's. Kind of funny. Wait till that gets back to him. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first role. Um, yeah, I was trying to think because I didn't start going to church till I was a youth. So I think at that point I might have volunteered in kids mm -hmm. just to like help watch the babies or something. But um, gosh, throughout my life, mm -hmm. I have probably served in every area. <laughs> I was thinking yeah. like yeah. I was a youth leader. Mm -hmm. I was probably not singing. I've never sang on stage with Drew. <laughs> um, but I helped a lot in the background. And so in, it's it's just funny how, like, yeah, you don't know. Every season's going to be so different yeah. mm -hmm. that you are working in every area. Yeah. Ran a kid's ministry. Being pastor's <laughs> wife, you're sometimes voluntold yes. where yeah. you're <laughs> serving. Um, so that's an interesting aspect of volunteering as well so i know there's like a nickname for pastor kids and they call them pks yeah. what is the nickname for pastor wives is it just pws my nickname is p-dubs p-dubs <laughs> that is awesome i didn't even know that's yes. why i knew that was your email <laughs> that's so funny. i i didn't i just thought it was awesome you're awesome. like I mean, no, no i'm just being cheesy no i didn't know there was a nickname yeah yep had no idea so quick backstory to answer that I grew up in a musical family my family was a southern gospel group that toured from before I was born um, so a lot of my earliest memories are on a tour bus all around America mm. and so music's always been a big part of my life mm. well when I was going to church I didn't really I never we were never really part of a set church. Like we had a home church, but we traveled. And so I didn't have the set church. So I say I grew up in the nursery through church, but I didn't. It was like multiple churches, nurseries mm -hmm. I was in. Um, so by the time I was in youth group, it was the time that the group, everybody started having families and the band slowed down. 
we got committed to a church. So I didn't really have a lot of friends. I didn't come up through the kids department. I remember I was in between sixth and seventh grade and I didn't volunteer. My mom forced me to work VBS that year. Oh, I love VBS. And I worked VBS <laughs> and VBS is vacation Bible yes. school. If you don't know the lingo. So this is between sixth and seventh grade, like I said, and I'm forced to do this and I didn't like it, but I liked the people I was working with who were all youth. Mm -hmm. And so through volunteering or forcefully volunteered, uh, I met a friend base that got me involved in youth group that a year later I was playing drums. My drums was my first instrument. I started playing drums in the youth group while the guitarist was actually moving and no one was going to step up. And I was like, well, I can't lead worship just from the drums. <laughs> so I better learn guitar. And that's really what wow. started this worship leading journey of mine was mm -hmm. learning how to play guitar and then leading worship. And then here I am now. So I know how to play hot cross buttons on a recorder. Perfect. No. I'll take it. <laughs> so if you ever need hot cross buns, I got you. Perfect. We can turn that into a worship song. Well, you guys, thank you so much for coming and just speaking life into us tonight for the panel. Um, I'm speaking for all of us, and we just say we're so thankful, especially when you come back, Landon, when you come back. I'm not allowed back. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us today on the panel. Our goal is to bring you conversations that will help guide you in finding abundant life in Jesus Christ, and we're hopeful that we're able to do that with our conversation today. If you ever have any questions, comments, or just need someone to talk to, you can email us at ya at illuminate.church. Or you can connect with us in person at our weekly gatherings in Celebration, Florida, every Monday night at 7 p.m. For more details on that, check us out at illuminate.church. Otherwise, guys, that's it for us. I hope you have the best day of your life, and we'll catch you next week. Peace and blessings to you all.